Okay, so Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, directed by a trio of Joaquin Dos Santos, Justin K. Thompson, and Kemp Powers, once again starring Shameik Moore as Miles Morales, and a returning cast of familiar voices from the first film, as well as the prominent involvement of Oscar Isaac as Miguel O'Hara, Spider-Man 2099, and Jason Schwartzman as Jonathan Ohm or The Spot. This film follows the events of the first film. Miles Morales has been struggling to find his place within his community in the absence of his friend. You kind of see that he's really going through a period of loneliness that is hard for him to grapple with and not without the help of his friends. And so when they are reunited because of the going-ons of Miguel Herrera's organization, they're confronted with the new threat that is the spot who is this villain that is creating these huge gaps within the multiverse and along the way we are introduced to some concepts that expand on the ideas of the first film with the stability of the spider-verse the multiverse and how that can affect the stories of the different spider-men that live in the different universes and that's all i kind of want to say about the plot because this is a movie that really needs to be seen to be believed and if you can't tell already it was just a fantastic experience for me i cannot believe what they were able to achieve with this film it's incredible how seemingly every aspect they were able to top themselves go bigger go greater go better i was just left speechless by the first time that i watched it and i've seen it a second time and it was even more amazing the second time i can't express just how incredible of an experience this was taking everything apart just going in not knowing much i try to keep myself away from all the preview materials and stuff like that but the way they were able to stitch all these different tones these different aspects these different animation styles together and make one cohesive thing that tells a compelling beginning part of a story nonetheless it's executed in a way that just cannot be denied it's an example of something that goes quite overboard in many areas but it's something that keeps you on edge not because of the tension necessarily although there is a lot of tense moments in this and suspenseful moments but just because you are excited and bewildered by what's happening in front of your eyes and a lot of it seems like it's a miracle and you don't know how any group of humans could have put this together that's how detailed this is and feels something like this is just an incredible testament to the abilities that modern day animation has and the just creativity that the people behind this had there were so many moments where i was just like how can one person or a group of people think of that what I'm seeing on screen is just something that seems unthinkable. The voice performances were all on fire, especially Oscar Isaac coming in as Miguel Herrera or Spider-Man 2099 and Jason Schwartzman as the spot was such an awesome addition to this movie. They did a fantastic job as well as everyone else. Incredible performances. On a story level, the big thing that kind of makes it difficult to talk and review this movie is the fact that it's really only one half of the story and as unfortunate as it is this is a film that is going to rely heavily and will age depending on how the third film comes out if the third film is just incredible and on the bar of these first two films this second film may very well just go down as like a masterpiece as the first one has and in the unfortunate case that it doesn't live up to it and it's not quite there yet this movie will get a little bit 
poorer in my opinion with age and that's just a result of the fact that they decided to make this like a setup movie but one of the things that I thought was really smart was the fact that they integrated some other Spider-Man main character moments and I don't want to say who but into the story and gave that somewhat of a resolution that gives me a sense of satisfaction without having to need the whole overarching multiverse story reach its conclusion by the end. And so I thought that was a very smart move. I don't know if that was in the initial idea for the film or if that's something that was added on later down the process, but that was just one of the things that kept me invested emotionally without feeling, oh no, now I have to wait another five years for the next one to complete this and I just feel kind of empty at the end of this. The new film is slated, I believe, for next year, so if everything goes well and, you know, these filmmakers are able to put this movie out soon, I'm sure that it's just going to be a huge event because of how well this movie has been doing financially and just how incredible and what a achievement this is. And so, so I'm really excited. The Beyond the Spider-Verse film is probably my most anticipated film, bar none right now. And I am just in awe and amazement and, and quite frankly inspired by what they were able to achieve in the second film. So for right now, just because it is just the one half of the story, I don't think I can put it above the first film. But I think if they knock it out with the third one, the duo of two and three is just going to be probably the greatest comic book entry of all time four and a half stars for me for right now and really go check this out in the theater if you can try to see it as early as possible because that's probably when you'll have more people in the theater watching it and experiencing it with you do not wait for this to be at your house it will probably look incredible at home but seeing this on the big screen is the way to go those are my thoughts on this movie thank you so much and i will catch you all later Hey everyone, David here. Hope you enjoyed this episode of Delicata Reviews. Look forward to more episodes coming soon and I'll catch you all next time here on the Delicato Network. <music>